Have you ever said, it doesn't feel right? Have you ever thought to yourself, I can't put my finger on it, but something doesn't feel right? Or have you met somebody and then after thought to yourself or just felt something was a little bit off, wasn't quite right, wasn't just, it wasn't bad, but you just couldn't put your finger on it? I'm here to tell you one suggestion, one thought, one mere idea, and that is the reason, one of the reasons I know this to be true for myself is because it doesn't align whatever it is, the job, the potential job, the person, not personally, I just mean the person in general, you know, a complete stranger you meet in an interview and all the job parameters sound great. Everything feels good, the company, the pay, everything but the person just doesn't feel quite right. There's something about his or her business style or leadership style that just didn't feel quite right. And when you reflected about after the interview, you thought, I have to now work for this person and something just doesn't feel right. That's what I mean about something doesn't feel right about a person. It's not a personal attack by any means. So just here's what it is. I feel it's a, it's a, misalignment with my personal values and something that I sensed about that person, that job, that opportunity, that place, something about it didn't align perfectly with mine. Now when I say perfectly, I mean that it didn't align with my values or my core beliefs or my my inner compass. Something wasn't quite right. And a really good blatant example, and I give lots of blatant meaning really black and white examples to illustrate the point. The point could be you are at a dinner and you're meeting, you know, a couple of friends that you've known for years and years and you trust and that you call them family. Like these, these are really solid, good, forever friends. And there's one guy that comes or one girl that comes or one person that comes to the, to the, that, that's an add on it, a person, a stranger. And during this social barbecue or what have you, you happen to overhear him talk or, and make laugh, laugh. He's laughing or making jokes about the fact that um, he stole something and he robbed somebody. And you heard it, but you're like, wait a minute, did I hear that right? So you it wasn't clear. It wasn't crystal clear. You didn't have the opportunity to go over and articulate it. And maybe he was just making a joke and it was just a punchline. But something in you when you walked away said to yourself, you know, I heard that three different times. I heard him say it in three different ways, three different times. And it kind of just, it kind of bugs me. And maybe, as I said, maybe it was a joke. We give people the benefit of the doubt. You know, it really doesn't matter. I'm never going to see the guy again. It's not like I have to have dinner with him ever again. So why am I worrying about that? This is the nine feeling that I call intuition, that I call the survival um, inner nudgingness. You know, somebody that nudges at your shirt. Have you ever had that? where they're not stopping you, they're not touching you, but they're nudging your shirt. Have you ever had that? We as teachers get that all the time, where a little student will come up and nudge your shirt and say, I have to go to the bathroom or something, you know, like they're 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 desperate. They're five years old. They don't know what to do. They can't get your attention. So they'll just take the, t you know, part of your shirt and they'll just nudge it a bit just to get your attention. That's what I mean. It's that feeling, you know, that, that feeling that something is not blatant. It's not black and white, but it's just this, this, 
little feeling. And if you ask people that are spiritually, intuitively, heart-centered type coaches, they'll, they'll recognize this in a, in a nanosecond. Oh, that's your intuition talking. I want to suggest to you that you listen to the next time that happens to you because this is a golden opportunity, not has anything to do with whoever triggers that little feeling. It is all about triggering in you the opportunity to say, oh, the reason that bothered me is because he was talking about lying, cheating, or stealing, right? In that example. Instead of worrying about trying to control him or clarifying if that was even true, <clears throat> all that good stuff outside, I'm suggesting you go inward and use it as an opportunity to say, hey, those are my core values. Meaning, I believe in not cheating. I believe in not stealing. I believe in not the things that, that were bothering me about what I perceived as a threat or a a nudging feeling of something wasn't quite right. There's a feeling of offness. Use that as an opportunity to say, is that because I have an inner uh, core value that says thou shall not steal, thou shall not lie, thou shall not whatever. And this is the golden opportunity for you to then stand even stronger in your convictions and understand that your core values mean something to you. And what this builds is a self-awareness of your core values that you need not tell anybody around you. You need not put an ad in the paper or Facebook or whatever and say, these are my core values. However, it is an inner knowing, an inner compass that you can turn to at any time and say, I have these core values that will help me stand stronger. Well, how would that even be possible? Well, I'll give you a really good example. Maybe you're single. Maybe you go on a date first time. Got nothing to lose. I'm going to meet somebody for the first time. And a conversation's very light and casual and you're not getting married. It's just a random meeting. And he happens or she happens to talk about uh, animals and how he or she can't stand them. They hate them. And they go on and on about, actually, I don't use that word often, sorry. So they dislike animals. And for me, I, I'm smiling as I'm saying this because like that is one of my core values is to um, love, appreciate, protect uh, animals of any size, shape or form. So it's, it's like an undeniable core value I've had since I was like probably born. It's just one of those things. I've just been fascinated with animals, bees, birds, dogs, and you name it. I just, I've always loved animals and I've always, whenever I've encountered them, I always, my eyes get wider. I get more curious. I get, I turn into a five-year-old like, wow, what is that? That's really cool. And then later as an adult became an advocate for protecting animals. So you see how one thing evolves to another that it eventually evolves into one of my core beliefs and values, which is to protect animals all around me, you know? So clearly I'm giving you an example of someone that's talking about his disdain for or her disdain for animals. So it becomes black and white clear to me that I may not um, uh, marry this person. I may not 
ever, you know, go into business or do anything, you know, uh, professionally with this person. It doesn't mean I can't be their friend. It just would be say, okay, I will always recognize there's a fundamental difference between this person and myself. And that's when you get into your core beliefs and values. And this is where, this is where the gold is. Because when you realize what's negotiable and non-negotiable of your core values, what you're steadfast on and will not negotiate on, life becomes much easier to attract a friend, to attract a business partner, or to attract an ideal mate, spouse, partner, whatever. It doesn't mean you have to say no to anybody that's not in alignment with your core values. In fact, I applaud or I encourage you not to do that. I encourage you to embrace every relationship that you can. The more the merrier, it's happier with a, with a, with a full life of lots of people around you and lots of relationships. You just don't all have to agree on everything. But once you know what your core beliefs and values are that are stronger than an oak, you know, that's the saying, stronger than an oak tree, meaning it will, maybe you can bend or you can bend somewhat that tree, but you will never break that tree because those are your fundamental beliefs. It goes into the knowing who you are so that you can say the next time you're in a negotiating type of relationship with another person, meaning you're either forming a, a more solid friendship, or maybe you're getting into business with somebody, you'll be able to know that you can or cannot do that based on your core beliefs and values, honesty, integrity. And the reason why it gets so tricky is because when I use words like integrity, I my definition of integrity is probably different than the next guy, the next person, and so forth. We're not all using definitions that we go to a dictionary and use the actual physical literal sorry literal definition of the word nor are you given the opportunity to do that in life and even if you were you would realize that you're eventually using different dictionaries because you're speaking different languages so it's not a fine art it's not a science it is called human dynamics and relationships and emotions when emotions come into any kind of negotiation it gets the water get the water gets muddied and that's become that makes things become unclear and so this is why i'm suggesting to you that you go through a fundamental core value exercise and there's a million online that you can do for free go to youtube and and look for core values. And when you can come up with a list of maybe, I don't know, three, start with three and then build on that. I think my last list that I did was like 110. 110 words or values or just words that symbolize me. That if I were to tell you or tell somebody, a close friend, let's say, a list of these hundred words, they would go, oh, I get to about number 10 and they go, oh, you're describing yourself. And that's knowing thyself so, so well that you feel really strong and good. It builds your self-esteem, your self-awareness. And again, you don't have to tell anybody. There's nothing about, there's, and there's no right and wrong. That's the other thing. Just because my list has a bunch of words that I believe and believe that are my core values, you may disagree with them. You may look at it differently. And that's okay because you have your own. 
And I may disagree with a few of those, those that you, if you feel like sharing, it doesn't matter. It ma what it matters is to you that you have these strong convictions, these core values. I learned this from the book of John, a book that I would refer to from one of my mentors in life who taught me to become a better, stronger entrepreneur, business person. And he taught me that there is no right and wrong. What's right is what, what you feel is right for you. And if you feel that honesty is an integral part of your business dealings, then you obviously want to make sure that you're clear when you get into a business arrangement with another entrepreneur, business, what have you, that you under, that they understand that honesty to you is 100%. It's not 99%, let's be honest, 99% of the time, it's 100%. And when you're emphatic about these things, you become clearer and closer to getting what you want. It's, it really then becomes about numbers, right? You see the difference between saying 99% and 100%? That 1% can get you in a whole lot of hot water. <laughs> I'll save that story for another time. I hope this helps you get further faster to the direction of your dreams. I try and get it in under 10 minutes. I'm sorry if I go over, but not really sorry. Actually, these are bonus moments. I hope you got some value from this in some way to get you closer to your dreams closer to that carrot that you're, 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 you're working so hard to get because you deserve it. And there's plenty on the planet for everybody to live comfortably, safely, and more full and full of more joy. It's just, that's how I see it. Anyway, talk to you soon. Have a great, wonderful, beautiful day.